Thank you for downloading from Digital Mindfulness. This is episode number 45. Hello and welcome to the show. Today my guest is Petter Nebi. He's the co-founder of the Swiss technology company Punkt. Punkt creates devices that offer modern day consumers a simple design alternative to the complicated multifunctional technology devices which dominate the consumer electronic marketplace today. Nebi's vision goes back to the basics of consumer electronics, to pioneering solutions for simpler living. I hope you enjoy this show with Petter Nebi. Hello, Petter, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, I'm wondering if we can start just by um, letting the audience know a little bit more about Punkt, what your inspiration was for it, and what your journey was to starting the company. Um, well, Punkt is, um, let's say, my brainchild, and it comes out from, um, uh, like uh, we all do, living in a very rapidly changing environment. And uh, I think one of those most inspiring uh, elements for truly going in and doing something with this is that I also had a young stepdaughter um, some 10 years ago living at home and seeing how she got drawn into um, uh, social media and then of course once the smart telephone came in uh, it really took over um, her her life so to say or our ability to interact uh, with with, uh, each other so I I would say that that was sort of of a strong uh, both visual and and emotional memory of uh, where in a way, it's all started, so to say. Um, so, um, yeah, and, and you know, um, conscious consumer, um, uh, not buying anything just because it's I'm told to consume it. So, um, and since I'm, I'm a typical an entrepreneur, I'm not a writer or an artist. And so rather writing a book about it or doing... Um, uh, similar, I make products to solve what I think is important to solve, which is for me um, uh, about uh, rebalancing our relationship with technology. So that's really, really interesting what you just said, because it sounds like through your daughter, you were able to see just how, um, just how much the world was getting distracted by their use of technology. Yes, yes. Well, you know, that was sort of the eye, eye-opening eye uh, uh, element. But I must admit that later I was also starting to look at myself and I wasn't that much better, was I? Uh, you know, okay, I do have some... Uh, I did have more consciousness about not bringing it to the table when uh, for dinner or for whatever, etc. But in general... Um, uh, I had an equal issue by whether it, even though it wasn't social media, it was about always being available for, uh, for instance, our, uh, let's say, very nice uh, modern tool and not so nice modern tool is the email, which uh, can be quite distracting for um, uh, for being alive and existing and, and, and being present in the moment. So, um, yeah, so that's just... Um, 
developed into a, a you know clearer um, view of 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 my own reality and my own relationship with it. So um, therefore, I started to build the consumer electronics. That um, I thought, you know, I think of what I build more like tools, like instruments, really. Um, so I'm, I don't want them to be so central to our lives. But I'm, you know, since we are living in modern in a modern society, and there's a lot of beauty in technology. Um, um, I just think that they take currently occupy um, too much of a central uh, stage in our lives, and therefore, when I make these uh, products, I make them to be more like instruments that you go in and use for a certain thing, and then you leave them aside, so to say. So let's move on now to talking about your devices because they really are um, quite unique. How do they help people to overcome digital distraction? Well, I think the, the analogy is, is, is the fact that, you know, um, the smartphone, which is really the center of, 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 of um, distraction, really, you know, and then, of course, as a, as a device, so to say, and whatever sits inside there, or whatever, then through this ever-presence uh, of a device, what services can sort of be rendered to us, so to say. Um, therefore, um, that's uh, what is called a smartphone is really a computer that you can also talk from. Uh, but it's uh, and this computer um, is a little bit like the Swiss Army knife. It can do a lot of um, things, but it has certain, you know, it's like a convenience store rather than a specialized store or a Swiss knife rather than the bread knife and the fish knife kind of thing. So uh, if we follow that analogy is to say that, you know, yes, I, we understand that there is a certain moment or element of convenience in having everything in one device, but truly there are some aspects of that that uh, on one side actually it interferes a lot and, and really um, creates a lot of anxiety um, currently. Uh, but on the other side, it's not really good as a telephone, is it, uh, for instance. Um, so there it comes in that, you know, if you really need to be uh, available when you are not uh, in, you know, your home or your office, you need a mobile phone, yes, and that's great. Um, but it's really... Just having that phone already covers the main aspects of a mobile device that, okay, I want to be pre uh, available for whether it's work or being in, in an emergency, calling someone or my family can reach me. Um, and, and therefore, I think this kind of, let's say, to compartmentalize these instruments into focused, um, focused usage um, helps us in uh, controlling our relationship with technology so that um, if you have a phone, I mean, our brains work that way. You know, we are so behind, our, the way our mind works um, is so behind the current development of things that, and we really work very well with, you know, one thing doing, one item doing one thing. Uh, so if you sort of, and therefore, these objects can help us sort of, or can help anchor that when you are together with this object, it can truly, it can do that, and your brain will respond to that is the 
that is what that object does, and therefore its interference, its emotional interference, is uh, is therefore linked to what that object is doing. Um, yeah. So, Percy, would you say then that people experiencing digital distraction and an inability to focus now, um, is that a product of the way that we choose to live our lives, or is it simply a design problem with the technology that we choose to use? I think it's a combined problem. Um, I think it's a combined problem. I think it's, um, you know, because it's a, it's a lifestyle, but the lifestyle is... Um, uh, you know, so so strong by um, let's say trends and and let's say what are others doing, um, and then the design element is certainly there is a lot of you know design element in terms of interest. So let's say uh, interest of those that actually su supplies these items or these objects. Um, so yeah, I, I can't sort of. I could, I would never distinguish them. It's just, you know, the fact that um, if if the Johnsons are are doing that, you might want to watch out what that is, and you might want to be better or uh, as equally as good as them. And that's a little bit our nature, isn't it? That we just on one side on that lifestyle element that we we it's easier to just to follow or do what everyone else do, do rather than having a conscious mind about how good it really is. Um, and then, yeah, and the, on, on the design element, it's of course, you know, uh, you know, of course, to build, especially consumer electronics, which is very different from, uh, let's say, knives and and forks, is is the, the fact that there's a lot of investments that needs to be made before it ever can even see the light of day, and therefore. Uh, investments tend to, of course, uh, call on uh, revenues, and these revenues uh, typically you need to build a lot of, have a lot of costs related to development, but also the operational aspect. And therefore, what happens is that it's this kind of never-ending story about the necessity of always inventing something that not necessarily is so important for the, let's say, the quality of what you're doing, but the necessity of just developing something new just because you need to sell something new. Um, and, and so that's another aspect of this, let's say, the you know the background of the design question, isn't it? That um, we 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 they you know the system works that way. So therefore, uh, we we end up um, uh, with you know with the push of commercial interest. We end up believing that this is so important, or it it's such a uh, uh, it's so important to follow these kind of trends rather than stop and think if they're really important so um, and it you know it's it's for everyone I mean whether you live in Africa or Europe or wherever we have this same kind of element of of, of uh, being seduced by by improvement or feeling better or looking better you know it's really interesting Peter because one of the reasons why we consume technology so so readily is that we feel that we have to get the latest sleekest version of the technology because it keeps keeps upgrading keeps getting better and i think that's something that your devices work against and i'm really really interested about your products now in general because <clears throat> um i'd really like to know the thinking 
behind them? Like, how do they help you? And also, how do they help your customers to focus more on what it is they're trying to do? Well, it helps you focus. I mean, it's a little bit going back to the analogy I used before is that when it's an instrument for for a conversation, it's only for that and it doesn't do much more. Yes, you can receive an SMS, but thankfully, SMSs are taxed by there's a cost to sending a message. So you don't receive them as you would do through social media notifications or WhatsApp notifications. So anyway, so it helps you focus. It helps to say, okay, this is a phone. Uh, if someone calls me, I will be entering into the uh, into a context of conversation and that's it really. There's nothing more. So, um, and you will be, Therefore, you will have a much greater ability to be and use all of your cognitive senses, really, by being in a conversation. And that's, that's another element of the phone itself. And that's, uh, the phone is so, let's say, it's so important because people are not talking any longer. Uh, people are messaging. And uh, what happens when we do messaging versus conversation is that we almost, you know, we tame and, and we put most of our cognitive senses to an idle situation. But only, you know, even though it would be always be better to be face-to-face, to smell each other, to hear each other, to sense each other physically, a conversation is almost equally as good. And... And in a conversation, we use so much more of our cognitive abilities than we do through messaging. And I think that is, that. therefore, that product really is a lot about, you know, taking back the conversation, you know, building something that is, you know, I think is very, um, apart from beauty, but also a, a product that is well-made to do one thing, and that thing is about having a conversation. And that conversation is something that we need to, um, uh, let's say, uh, propose people to take up again because people are not talking any longer. So that's you know um, one part of the of the uh, of the, the telephone. To focus is this, you know of course relates that. So when you're not wanting to be. Um, uh, available uh, uh, or being distracted, um, you would even with the simple telephone, you should switch it off and just be present in the moment and focus on whatever you want to or you should be doing. Um, you can possibly even focus even better having that telephone because there are only so many calls during the day, so the telephone can be on, and you won't have any distraction by notification or the urge to check what the weather will be tomorrow, uh, or the urge to follow the latest news from somewhere which is so distance, uh, distant from you uh, that you might should probably not use too much emotional um, energy onto it, and rather you know, thinking about your uh, the what is around you. So I think that's what you know that the, these instruments do. They they do one thing, and since it's just very focused, it won't have a massive disruption of um, uh, of your uh, of your being. And, and yeah, and and if you want to, you know, I think rem- the the first pro- product I really wanted to do. Um, which is the least, let's say, emotional 
uh, object, uh, but still is a very important uh, object that um, which really started me. And I, I didn't really know how much more I should be doing than just this product. And that was alarm clock. Um, and the alarm clock uh, is, in a way, the most um, is the one that, uh, to me, uh, defines. Um, what, let's say. Uh, better um, what rebalancing relationship with technology is about. Um, and that's because, of course, we more and more people do use their smartphones or their telephones as an alarm clock rather than having just, you know, an, an, an object just doing one single thing, waking you up in the morning. And what happens with having this distraction beside the table, which even the telephone is off, we do know that you know psychologically it is a clear it is a very certain distraction for your sleep so that alarm clock really is the sort of the figurehead of um, how important it is to you know if you want to, if you need to go to sleep as we all do you know go into a place where you can be focusing on sleeping and nothing else and waking up when you need to yeah, I really want to delve a little bit more into this, um, into the alarm clock that you developed, because I know that this is a really p important part of your suite of distraction-free technologies. And um, But I also know through the research that we've done here that it's really difficult for people when they do use their smartphones as alarms to not get swept up in, the, in using the web or going to work email and so it is really important, actually, to have this one function technology to just wake up naturally. Yeah, and, and to give you that buffer, you know, because we, we wake up in the morning, we are still, you know, we're still sort of bringing along whatever we were um, uh, processing of information during our sleep, and we're still in that mood for some time, uh, the, probably the first half an hour or wake-up time. So, therefore, it is very important to not go into that uh, artificial um, uh, information uh, push uh, immediately, because you need that kind of buffer before you are mentally or ready for facing that world, so to say. So, yeah, and we do see that from, from lots of surveys, you know, how many people will check their telephones within five minutes, within 10 minutes, within, you know, it's quite extraordinary that the first thing, they even go before they go to the loo, they actually check their bloody smartphone. And that's quite sick. So I'm wondering, Petter, do you tend to get this kind of enthusiastic response from people all over the world once they try your products and they actually start to explore using distraction-free technology? <laughs> yes. No, no, I, no, no, that's, of course, that keeps, keeps one going when you have a resonance. And it doesn't need to be that many. It just needs to be enough that gives you the, 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 the certainty that there are someone like you there or someone that thinks similar as you do. And... Um, and uh, and it's uh, as you mentioned for your podcast, how you are you know these will be traveling the whole world. It's not only you know London, New York, San Francisco, but it's all Riyadh or uh, Mexico City. Um, it so goes with with these products. You know, it's obviously it's it's 
something because we are a Swiss company and you tend to be able better to train to someone nearer to you. But truly, you know, we have sold this alarm clock or the phone practically everywhere in the world. Um, and and uh, when I first started, um, I said, you know, I said that the alarm clock was my first product, but it was so difficult to make a simple alarm clock. Uh, so we ended up actually launching the fixed line phone first. But already there, you know, I I practically received love letters from uh, different places of the of the world, uh, talking about and understanding why I was doing what I was doing. So that was very encouraging, really. So I imagine that with the alarm with the alarm clock in particular, because um, its only job is to help people to wake up naturally and and in a, in a non-stressed way. I imagine that that's received um, universal praise and goodwill from people. And it's a, and it's been un, until the mobile phone. It's certainly been the best-selling product, and you know, from the Marshall Islands to Kuala Lumpur to uh, probably not Tongo or not North Korea, but still, it's really been is going everywhere. So, um, um, and 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 you see that you know, let's say that the alarm clock is relatively costly, um, but it. It, it is costly to develop a well-made product, so you don't. It's not necessarily, let's say, the very affluent that uh, goes in and buy it, but someone that actually has made that conscious thought that, hmm, this is, you know, why not, uh, you know, make put money into it, an alarm clock that should last for ages, and sit at and do just that one thing, and and also look pretty uh, uh, good. Now, I wonder if we can just talk a little bit about the phone that you've developed because um, the phone is really fascinating. Um, I've certainly considered getting um, what they call a, a dumb phone. And I know that a lot of people um, have bought have bought this phone that you're using. And certainly, um, a lot of my colleagues have said to me that the phones that we were using in the late 90s and the early 2000s, um, those retro phones, if you like, would start to make a comeback as people are looking for devices that just help them to focus on one thing and to do that thing well. In this case, it would be um, communication. Um, but I'm wondering if the same response that you get from my colleagues that have been completely vindicated now, if this is the same, if this is the same enthusiastic response that you get from your customers. Oh yes, you know it's it's tremendous, and if and it's any any level of society and it's any uh, geography and it's any age group, which is really interesting because you see uh, also when I you know. With, I thought of mobile phone when I launched a telephone already uh, because they were not, uh, let's say, obviously, let's say my age, middle-aged man uh, used to have such a Nokia uh, or whatever similar, um, knew what that kind of product would do or not do. But you would have, we were, there were young uh, men asking, you know, why don't you just make a simple telephone, mobile phone, similar to your telephone, um, uh, just that does the, the calling and that's it. So that you know, gave me a lot of courage to do this project, which has been very difficult, so to say. Um, uh, and, and yes, and therefore there's been a lot of resonance and there's been so much uh, embracement, so to say, of this. And there have been so many nice angles to... 
um, why they like it so much. And of course, you will always have, um, let's say, those that would follow design and you know, knowing the designer uh, of the product and say, you know, this is a beautifully designed product. Uh, but you have mostly it's about what the product is and how well made it is, and it you know, it really feels sits. It made for holding it in the hand, etc. And just what it does to me, you know, you have uh, feedback like, oh, finally I'm entering the optional connectivity kind of uh, messaging or uh, finally I got my life back, uh, uh, you know, and my wife and I in love again, et cetera, et cetera. And you, it's, it's amazing how much it has been and, and, and continues really. So it's, you know, this is, of course, Punkt is a business, but it's equally as much... Um, it's it's equally a much a you know I'm trying you know standing on the barricades to try to um, at least do my part in telling us to we should be more conscious about how we relate to um, technology and uh, and that's what you know uh, encourages one to 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 go on and the more one see people respond to that the 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 greater it is really so. Um, it's, it's been very, very rewarding. So, Peter, is the way that you live your life in tune with the philosophy of your products? Do you Are you able to live consciously with technology yourself? Well, one, one has to live as one preaches, no? <laughs> At least one should try. Uh, and, I'm a, I, and since I'm converted, and the converter would be the, the one who preaches the stronger, uh, you know, I, I would say in a way, even though it might sound um, a little bit uh, uh, selfish, but in, I make these products primarily for myself. <laughs> Uh, uh, meaning that you know, I only make a product that I think I find meaningful that will do something for me. Not just making a pretty product. It's not about that. It's just making a product that I what would would help me to uh, um, uh, you know help me with uh, controlling my life with with digital uh, the digital environment, so to say. So I, you know, and, and, and I used the Nokia um, for some time before, let's say, I got the first golden samples uh, of my own phone. And, and, uh, and I already sort of experienced, the, let's say, the, the nice uh, element of when you can switch off your computer and your, your smartphone and you just be... They're available for your son who's out late night or just for the weekend. You know, my weekends are practically no uh, no digital at all uh, because I will switch off my smartphone and my computer at uh, six or seven o'clock in the evening, and I will go back there on Monday morning. Before that, I saw that I would, you know, okay, I would do a call on Saturday, but I also had three new emails that. Rather than just wait for them for Monday, I just had to. I couldn't resist being there and showing that I was available and and would comment whatever so-called urgency, which never is as urgent as one uh, sense at that moment. So, so I, you know, I'm I'm living as I'm preaching. I'm, I'm some, you know, sometimes better, sometimes worse. But of course, I am a user of my own devices in double meaning. Uh, uh, but um, uh, so yes, um, it helps me, and I think that let's say you know, 
uh, it depends also how your life, what your life is. You know, for instance, I travel a lot. I I work in distance. You know, now currently I'm sitting in Florence. My office is in Lugano. I use a lot of computer and email, etc. And I, tra- you know, again travel. So at certain time, you know, when I travel, I find you know mobile computing very uh, very good uh, because I can be let's say efficient in my working hours, so to say. Uh, but um, it's still you know. Um, it still helps me then to have this telephone to say even when I'm traveling that you know seven o'clock office hour is over um, just having that telephone. Um, so so yeah, um, uh, I absolutely uh, endorse it personally. Now, Peter, for some of your products, you've actually had a lot of celebrity endorsement of these distraction-free devices. Could you just elaborate a little bit more on that for us? Well, you know, it just happens in that way that um, clearly we hit something with a mobile phone. I mean, as I said, okay, the mobile phone is our fifth product. Um, the previous products are more sort of objects that possibly doesn't draw that much emotion. But of course, since we are talking, I mean, we are having this conversation. We, it is some, a topic that is quite high up in the uh, uh, high up on, on priority currently because it is something that very many feel, many many are feel frustrated about uh, this element of the smartphone taking center stage. And when we launched it in September in London, um, we, you know, we had so much reaction about this. And we, um, we were nominated for Best Design uh, by Wallpaper, which is this uh, British-based um, design and fashion magazine. And... Uh, and uh, it just happened that one of the panelists were uh, Eddie Raymond, uh, who's a British actor who won the Oscars last year. Uh, and uh, he uh, mentioned then after they sort of made the decision of what is good and not in this award process. And he said, that, you know, he really started to talk about this mobile phone made by Punkt. And that sort of caught on and sort of spiraled into Eddie Raymond, Hines, dumb phone life, et cetera, et cetera. So it just happened because, I think it happened because it's in the air. You know, it's nothing that we really, you know, we didn't call up Eddie Raymond and ask him to talk about it. It's just him uh, being a part of this uh, uh, panel of, of judges to judge on what is the good product, so to say. And, and um, yeah. So what would you recommend that people can do right now in their lives to live better with technology, to live in a way that doesn't enable them to be distracted or unfocused? Well, I think, you know... Um, I think it is one of those tricks that a such an instrument does is that it helps you to distinguish better between work hours and non-working hours. Because currently, what is always available, uh, or, well, always on, uh, is that we, you know, we are children in a candy store. We are eating too much candies, digital candy, and we can't have enough of it, but we know it's not good for us. 
So, but unfortunately, we're still not adult enough because this, you know, we th- we talk about something that is almost omnipresent, but it just happened, you know, uh, ten years ago when really this smart, this kind of um, smartphone uh, uh, trend really took off with the uh, iPhone three, and so in 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 such, you know, if you think of that as the con of your reality, so to say, that let's say all of this development happens, you know, ahead of what you, you know, you're just running behind, trying to figure out how to deal with it, so to say. So, um, and I think sort of the the best way to, well, for me, how that works best is to help you to distinguish better when you are working and you're not working, and and. Um, and if you then need, you know, that social element at a certain point because you have friends and family and blah blah blah, uh, you know, you should also compartmentalize that into a certain time rather than being always into that. You know, again, there might be some elements of good in social media, but it's not good if it's om- omnipresent. So it is again, you know, working hours starts, you know, whether it's nine to uh, seven or whatever. Uh, this is your working uh, time. This is when you should be present. This is when you're expected to be responding to things. But after that, you should switch off. And that switching off, of course, if work is on your computer, it's easier to just because you're leaving that physically behind and you leave that office. Um, that helps you to sort of um, say, okay, now I'm out of that uh, uh, or always on. Okay, if you have this necessity of social media, maybe you should give yourself an hour in the day. You know, maybe at a certain point of the day, and do that as well. And then you should say, okay, uh, you know, dinner time. That's when everything stops. So it's you know, which I touched upon earlier, is this kind of how our brains work, and. Uh, and therefore, this it helps us to you know define anchor this this uh, this uh, the day into um, into uh, categories. Sorry, that was my dog. <laughs> into into categories of what that part of the day should be doing, or what you are about in that day. And I think that also is. There's something underlying this element of, you know, we are all, you know, suddenly we are all professionals. Even people that have no profession, they are becoming, you know, bloggers and talking about the hero. There's, you know, they're filming themselves sitting in the bed, whatever. Uh, so we almost like, you know, we are not being ourselves any longer. We are all this having this looking out outward, having people looking at us. And that's a it's a terrible situation because it's almost like we are all our pop stars and we have to sort of manage how we are perceived from the outside world and no one can be happy living such a life. And it's not good for anyone. And we're becoming sort of these uh, vanity kind of ro- robots. We're all doing the same things and just sitting there and controlling how we are perceived. And uh, and if it's so that you need to do that, just do it a part of your time, not do it the whole, uh, the whole day, so to say. So yeah, that's my the tip of the day. <laughs> Great. Petter, where can people find out more about you, your work, and the products that you're working on? Uh, well, uh, I think the best would be to go to uh, .ch, which is our website. Um, then we have the good old 
Google, <laughs> uh, where one can certainly, if one Googles punct mobile phone, there's a lot of, let's say, different angles to what this phone or the, the alarm clock is about, which is, I think is enriching. Uh, but yeah, it's our website. I think it would be the best destination, so to say. Great. Well, Pet and Nebby, thank you so much for spending time with us here on Digital Mindfulness. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Lawrence. Thank you for having me.